mean a lot to you, but it's who I am. Amen? And that's who I'll always be. Amen. Amen? We are so thankful to be back in the house of the Lord, and we are so thankful for you to be here. And Lord knows we are so thankful for Elder Joanne Taylor for our communion this morning. Amen. This is the first Sunday in September. Can you believe it? We are in September. Amen. I want to say good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners, and I'm going to ask the congregation and our SoundCloud listeners to get your Bibles, pens, and pads as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord that he has given us this morning. Amen. Amen. All right. And this morning, if we're going to label the SoundCloud message, or if you're keeping a journal or taking notes, it is called The Blessing. The Blessing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So we've covered a lot of material before we got to the first Sunday of September. And so now we're entering into this month, and we do it with the word of the Lord because we understand that the Lord is preparing us to enter into a whole new year. And so... As we make preparations, we're not going to do it lightly. We're going to take everything that God gives us, and we're going to enter into this season as he leads us. Amen? Amen. I want to I just go back over our declaration because we're soon winding things up. But if you would, if I could just get you to stand up this morning, stretch a little bit. <clears throat> Amen. 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 And as we go over the declaration this morning that was for and is for 2022, just repeat after me. 2022, 2022 the year of expectation and hope. 2022, the year of expectation. The year of having the hope. Of the, of the promises of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ active, active in, my life. in my life. The promise, the promise of his prosperity, of his, prosperity his, power, his power, and his presence. And his presence. 2022, 2022 is, is my, year. my year. Now, let me say something to you. When you think about what God gave us for 2022, we really did need this year his prosperity, his power, and his presence active in our lives. Amen. With everything that went on, we needed it. Amen. So basically, when God gives us a word before the year comes in, it is to take us from here to here. Amen. And what we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to do is to take that word and live above what the world and circumstances and life is telling us. Amen. 
we're supposed to engage in life with that word. And no matter what come or go, no matter what happens, it's the word God gave. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Oh, yes, it is. I'm going to preach today. You're not going to. I don't. I don't. Uh, 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 uh. Not happening today. Not going to do this today. You're not going to stop the spirit. Amen. You keep on living. If that's where you want to stay, then you stay right there. Amen. But I'm going with what God say. Amen. And that's, it, that's in all circumstances. Amen. Good, bad, ugly, painful. And don't sit there and say, oh, she's going to talk about blessings. No, you, you better listen. Amen. The blessing. So the blessing is the empowerment to prosper. And the word prosper means I get to advance no matter what. I, I keep moving. <laughs> oh, my. I move in my sickness. I move in my pain. I move in my lack till I get to where God is taking me. Uh huh. So we we, gonna, we 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 need the blessing. Is that all right? Amen. The blessing is the empowerment to prosper. So Jesus Christ came to equip every family and every nation with the blessing. So the Holy Ghost told me, he says, what does that word equip mean? I said, okay. Equip means to supply with the necessary items for a purpose. <laughs> so I need you to put your hand on your heart and say, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has, supplied has supplied for every family, for every family, for every family, for every nation, the items, the items that are necessary, that are necessary for, the purpose. for the purpose. Woo! Thank you. Hey, now, now, I want you to go with me to Acts chapter 3. Glory to God. Because we're going to lay this foundation in our atmosphere, in our lives, in our spirit, in our soul. Hallelujah. So Acts chapter 3 says, thank you, Father, for your word. Verse 25, it says, Ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham. So he's talking to us as well, amen? amen. Okay, saying unto Abraham, and in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. So, so Jesus came so everybody could be blessed. Amen? Amen. Nobody's left out. You leave yourself out. Amen? Amen? But God hadn't left you out. He hadn't done that. And then it goes on to say, unto you first, God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. So what are the items that were needed for the purpose? Let's look at it. Here are the items. 
Here, here's the item. Since Jesus came to equip every family and every nation with what? Grace, mercy, the blood of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ, the word of Jesus Christ, and Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Well, what was the purpose? To save us from our sins that would always hinder us from the Lord's blessing. Do you know obedience is very important? Do you know obedience is better than sacrifice? God said, you can offer up your body. You can offer up this, this, this. He says, but I want you to be obedient to what I ask you to do. Amen. Obedience is very important. Do you know disobedience will get you killed? Amen. Ah. Do you know disobedience, because the devil will get you out here on a limb and saw it off. And he wastes a long time. He, he, don't, <laughs> he, he doesn't come in the morning. Obedience. Somebody say obedience, obedience. is better, better than sacrifice. It's better to obey God. It's better to obey the Lord. God has told each one of us to do something. Watch this. He's told us to do something in our life. In our home, in our church, come on now, Amen. and toward our children. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm going to preach it. You ain't got, I got the call out there. <laughs> I'm going to preach God's word. Amen. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I've never been shy about that. I've I might not want to do sometimes shake it in my boots, but I'm going to obey the Lord. Somebody say obedience, obedience is, better. is better in my life, in my, life. In my home, in my, home. In, my in my church, and toward my children. And toward my children. Say, I need to obey, need to obey what, the what the Lord has told me to do. Me to do. Amen. So, the Lord's blessing. Well, what is the blessing? Here it is. It's not money. It's not a car. It's not a home. Come on. It's not the latest clothes. It's not the latest this or that. Here's the real blessing, and I'm going to tell you why. The real blessing is salvation by the new birth. It is healing, prosperity, and spiritual life. Now, the church needs to get that down packed. That's the blessing. That is the blessing. It is salvation by the new birth. Well, why? We live in a fallen world. We live in a fallen world, and in order for us to move through all the turbulence that's in the world, guess what? We need to be saved. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Amen. I know you got your buddies and your friends, and they running free, and they telling you you don't need it because I don't need it. Uh-huh. I know you got your relatives and your homegirls and your homeboys, and they say, you don't need it, because I don't need it. Huh? I need it. Go to Galatians chapter 1. Oh, you're going to need it. I'm not leaving Jesus Christ or the word. Watch this. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We get that one down pat. 
I'm not leaving Jesus Christ or the word or my obedience to him, what he's called me to do in my life, my home, this church, or for my children, for nobody. Amen. I'm going to do what God told me to do. Now, everybody else do what they want to do, but I'm going to do what he told me to do. Amen. Somebody say obedience, obedience. is better than sacrifice, even when, you don't even when you don't understand. I'll give you an example. Now, this is true. And if he was here today, and I'm sure he's at work, I don't think he'd mind me telling this. But I remember a long time ago, the first funeral that I ever went to for De with, De with Deacon House and his wife, Deaconess Diane House. And then I remember the second one and the third one. And so, I'm going, and then the Lord begins to speak to me. He says, you tell Deacon House that I said that if he don't want that family curse to fall in his home, stay at KSL. I remember that, and I'm like, okay. And since then, it's been another one and another one. And I'm saying, oh, my, and another I'm telling you what I know. Yeah. But Deacon House still here. Amen. Not that trouble didn't knock on his door. Amen. But obedience is everything. Obedience, right, even when you don't understand it. I don't know why. I, I, why, why. Everybody else can do it. Okay, because he's trying to do something for you. Because he's trying to do something for you. Because he's trying to protect you from something. Because he's trying to shield you from something. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's in the shining. Yes, Lord. He says it's in the shining. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3. And the word of the Lord says, Grace be to you and peace from God the Father. And from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our what? Sin. For our sins, that he might what? Deliver, Deliver us from what? He, he came, he gave himself for our sins, that he could, so he could deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. Amen. Somebody say, salvation, salvation. Equips, us equips us for the purpose. Yes, it does. It's more than just, oh, I got saved. Oh, the Lord forgave me. No, honey. <laughs> it's deeper than that. Amen. So then blessing causes prosperity. Prosperity causing advancement that requires maintaining. Blessings causes prosperity that causes advancement, meaning you can move, that requires you to maintain it. Meaning after that, we're going to have to do something. Amen? Amen? As long as we live in the earth, as long as you live in the earth, we're going to need the blessing of the Lord to advance through the earth. Amen. Say that. Put your hand on your heart. Say, as long as, long as, I, live as I live in the earth, I will need, I will need the, blessing the, the blessing of the Lord to advance, to advance through, the earth. through the earth. Say, my salvation, my salvation. is to help me Advance, advance through this earth. Through this earth. So without it, 
you don't have anything. Uh-oh. Listen to me good. <clears throat> you don't have anything. I have been to the homes of the richest of the richest. And if they're not on <laughs> nerve pills, sleeping pills, Got to go see the psychiatrist. Got to have liquor to live. Now, Jesus made the fruit of the vine, but I'm saying some people, they just so uh, worried, complex, they got to have a drink. Okay? So, none of, listen to me. I don't care who you are. From the richest to the poorest, you need salvation. You're going you to need it in this world because we live in a fallen world. You're going to need it. Amen. Let everybody else do what they want to do. Let them say what they want to say. But you better stay in salvation and obedience. Oh, shine. Come on now. It's the shine. It's the shine, Anna. You got the shine for me. Yes, Lord. Because we got to go a little further. So we're living in a present-day evil world. Say that. Say, I'm living, I'm living in a present-day present evil, evil world. And I need a weapon, need a weapon to, advance to advance through this earth. Through this earth. Now go to Isaiah 61, please. Thank you, Father. Isaiah 61. And I want you to please look at verse 10. And I want you to pay close attention to this. It says in Isaiah 61 and 10, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me. Somebody say, clothed me. Clothe me. With the garments of what? Uh-huh. He has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Now listen at this now. He had covered me with the robe of righteousness. Now, now hold that right there. So that means when you and I got saved, Jesus Christ put a garment on us. Amen. You didn't see it, but he did. You can't see it, but the devil can see it. You can't see it, but the devil can see the garment. Wow. I said, God, that's awesome to me. And the garment is called, not Gucci, not Chanel, although I love Gucci and I like, I mean, I'm sorry, I like Gucci, I like Chanel. Uh-huh. But that's not the name of this garment. This garment is called salvation. And it costs a lot. Amen. It's very, very expensive. Yes, Lord. And it's very, very precious. Yes, it costs the blood of our God. It costs the blood of our Savior. Somebody said, Woo! Woo! I need to get that garment. Said, ain't it cost? See, we'll, 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 we will work around the clock so we can get polo. Right. 
We'll work right. around the clock. We'll be sweating. So we can get Mark Jacobs. Gavinci. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, oh. Hallelujah. <laughs> but the most important, the most expensive, the most delicate of them all is the garment of salvation. Amen. I didn't call it a garment. The word of God did. Amen. So therefore, I believe the word that when I got saved and when you got saved, God gave us a garment and it's called salvation. Say, I can't see it. Say, but the devil see it. So when, when, when he see me coming, he see the garment. He see it, he see it, he see it. He recognizes it. He recognizes it. He recognizes the robe of righteousness. And just to let us know that it is a garment, let's finish reading. Look what he says. He says he clothes us with the garments of salvation. He covers us with the robe of righteousness. Watch this. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments and as a bride adorned herself with her jewels. Now, let me ask you something. So basically, the writer, Isaiah, is saying, just like the bridegroom put on his ornaments and the, bri and the, and the bride puts on her jewels, you don't put jewels in a, in a, in a, in a, 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 a cabinet. What do you do? You put them on. She's shining. Keep shining. Huh? You wear your jewels. You, you wear your ornaments so they can what? Be seen. So he said, just like that, that's what Isaiah said, just like that, Jesus has clothed us with a garment of salvation. And then he, watch this, then he put a robe of righteousness around that. Somebody said the devil shield. But see, if you don't put no trust in it, you ain't got no faith in it, it's, it's just salvation. What is that supposed to mean? What is that supposed to be? It means a lot when you live in a fallen world. It's the weapon God has given us, and we need to start trusting in it and having faith in it that it's going to do what God said it was going to do. Amen. See, we give up because we don't get at the first. You can't give up. Whatever you're going after, whatever you believe in God for, whatever circumstances has met you now, you can't give up. It doesn't matter how hard it is. You just make sure with salvation and uh, righteousness, you go on through it. Amen. You let that devil know, I got my garments on, and I'm coming through here, and you can't stop me. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something. Some things are going to be very, very painful. Shall Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone. Your season might not be my season. My season might not be your season. But guess what? Everybody going to get faced with something that's going to begin to be unbearable. But you dress 
for it. Somebody say, I'm dressed for this. Say, but I got to put some trust in it. I got to put some faith in it. And go on through it. Fine. You say, keep shining for me. Keep shining, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm going to read something. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 26 through 29, and I'm going to read it in the um, MSJ, MSG, MSG breakdown. And it says, for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you, listen at this, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ, into a spiritual union and communion with Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, have put on or clothed yourselves with Christ. So he says, in Christ Jesus, you're all the sons of God by faith. And as many of you that were baptized into Christ, when you got saved, the Holy Spirit baptized us into a spiritual union. Not when you went in the water, but at the time of your salvation, a baptism, an immersing took place where you were baptized into a spiritual union and communion with Christ. Therefore, you have put on, you have clothed yourself with Christ. Somebody say, it's there. It's there. So I got to put some trust in it. I so I got to put some faith in it. Yes, you're in a hard place right now, but you dress for that place. Yes. And all you got to do is put your trust in that garment of salvation, that robe of righteousness, and go on through. That's the problem with the church now. They're not teaching us how to go through. They're telling you you can have a car, you can have a car, you can have a house. You can have a ministry, you can do this, you can, but they're not telling us, guess what? Hard times gonna come, but guess what? Jesus Christ has equipped you for those times. Our position gonna come to everybody. Saved and unsaved. But thank God for the saved. Thank you, Lord. The saved, the, the believer is equipped for the situation. Oh, you can sit there and not take it in. <laughs> I'm preaching real good. I'm preaching real good. I said, because see, I'm, I'm, when I go home, that's it. And no sister, you talking about what did you preach about? It won't be happening. Won't be happening. I'm preaching real good. Preaching real good. We got people sitting in the church who do not trust in what God has done for them. You're not putting no trust in it. You're not putting no hope in it. You're not. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says she had spent all her money going to physicians 
and they could not help her. That's a lot of us in here. We spending a lot of time and effort on things that cannot help us. You're putting your time in fables. It's not coming to pass. Might as well go and tell you the truth now. You better put your trust in what's real. And what's real is the garment of salvation and the robe of righteousness. Look at Hebrews. Ah, healing. I see it, Adam. I see it. It's in. It's coming in. Yeah, I say. It's healing time. Yes, Lord. It's me. It's me. It's me, Anna. Yes, Lord. I got you. I got you. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. I believe you, Lord. I believe you. I believe you. Please keep me. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Please keep me because I need you. Hebrews 12, verse 16. And it says, least there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Some of us, we can't go through nothing. We can't take nothing. At the first sign of a bad storm, or we in it, we ready to go. I'm done. I don't want to pray no more. I don't want to hear that word preached no more. I don't want to talk to Jesus no more. We out, we done, we gone. Just like Esau. And what that devil does, he takes circumstances and he uses it against us. Uh-oh. And it doesn't matter what the circumstance is. It doesn't matter what it is. People still saying to me, oh, you look good. Oh, I thought you was going to go down after your husband passed. Because some people do. He don't care what it is. He doesn't respect what goes on in your life. The devil doesn't respect what goes on in your life. He sees it as every opportunity to tear you down. People still tell, ooh, you sure look good. Ooh, my goodness, you still got your glow. And then, and, but, but you know, I thought about it. I said, Lord, thank you. You kept giving me a mind. You kept giving me a mind. I put my trust in that garment of salvation. I put my trust in the robe of righteousness. I put my trust in Jesus Christ and him alone. I put my trust on the rock that I stand on. I believed him to bring me out, bring me through, and bring me over. Bring me over on the Lord's side. And I'm still trusting him. Because if you don't watch it, the turbulence, the trial, the circumstances will beat you down Amen. to the point where you stop reading the word. You stop doing your declarations. You stop coming to the church. You stop trusting the Lord. You stop having your private devotion at home. He said, be bold, Anna. Come on, come on. Uh, 
Ah. I'm going to tell this family, and it's all I got to say. Because if I hit you with the truth, it might kill you. Don't believe everything you hear. And stop judging everything before the time. Because honestly, what you heard wasn't true. I'm done. I'm done. That's all the truth I can give you. It ain't, you better stop it. You, you better come on. You better come on. You better come on. This one did it. That, 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 that. Where is your trust in your salvation? Where is your trust in that garment that you already wearing? Stop looking around for it. You got it on. Stop trying to put it on. You got it on. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the moment you went through the prayer of repentance, he put it on you. You got it on. Shine for me. Shine for me. Hey, 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 hey. God is speaking. I said, God told me. No, he, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Where is your trust in that garment? I'm going, no, you ain't got to wear it. I'm going home. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Yes, Lord. Look at 1 Corinthians. Oh, my God. Because, see, God don't want you to spend a lifetime doing this. Amen. Well, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. No, yeah. Uh. Mm, I'm going. You ain't got the word. I don't play with God. I don't play with God. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Oh, my God. First Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. Look at chapter 1. Please go to verse 30. Please. Oh, Lord, I love you. 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 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. It says, but of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God who of God is made unto us 
wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Woo! That according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Is that in your Bible? So what, what are you saying, Lord? He says to us, he says, God, God has made Jesus Christ our righteousness, our wisdom, our sanctification. Come on here. Wear it. Somebody say you wear it well. You wear it well. When you go on through. You go on through. And get the victory. Say, but you got to go through. To get the victory. Thank you, Jesus. When they, when they come to me and they say, you know you need a man. <laughs> I, I, went, I started praying. And you'd be surprised at people around you who said this to me. I'm like, what? I don't believe you are saying this to me. But then I, I went to the Lord. So you got to learn how to start going to the Lord for everything. Everything. Every, I mean, talk to him. He is the friend. That stick it closer than a brother. He is the friend. So I went to Jesus, and I said, Lord, give me a scripture to fill the void, because, yes, there's a void there, to fill the void, though. Get, I know you got one. And the Holy Ghost waited, and after a while, after a while, days went by, and the Holy Ghost came back, and he said, for in him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him. I said, what? He said, that's your word. Stand on it. He said, I want you to pray it. Pray it back to me. Say, say, in Christ dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And in Christ, hello, I'm fulfilled. In Christ, I am what? Fulfilled. That means there's no room for anything else. High shine, high shine. It's going to be a high shine. In him, I'm complete. That's the word. I can stand on that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. You better learn how to get you a scripture. And that scripture is in the Bible. Don't judge anything before time. Amen. It's in here. Amen. I didn't make that up off the top of my head. <clears throat> so Jesus Christ is our garment of wisdom. He's our garment of wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and what? Redemption. Redemption. Thank you. So we're wearing Jesus. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm wearing Jesus. I'm wearing Jesus. Say, I got him on. I got him on. Say, I wore him this morning. I, him this morning. <laughs> I got him on. I got him on. I got him on. Say, my salvation, my, salvation. my garment, my, garment. My, robe of my robe of righteousness is a weapon, is a weapon. Against, against the enemy, the enemy. and his schemes. Keep it on. Yes, Keep it on. Yes, don't take, don't. Mm. 
So we're wearing Jesus. The devil does not see us. He sees Jesus on our lives and in our lives. Say this with me. Say, I am saved saved by grace grace, through faith faith, by the blood blood of Jesus Christ. Christ. Say, I am saved saved by grace grace, through faith faith, by the blood blood of of Jesus Christ. That devil... He will pick at you even about your salvation. And, and it had went on so long with me. And the Lord said, the Lord said, tell him this. You are saved by faith. <laughs> you are saved by grace through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. He said, oh, you saved. He said, say it just, said, tell him, tell that devil. Say, you say, so now when he, when he come, I said, oh, yeah, I'm saved. I'm saved by grace. <laughs> through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. That devil, get to running. Put the word on him. Put the word on him. Put the word on him and stand up in your garment. Put the word on him. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. He says, shine for me. Shine for me. I am saved by grace through faith by the blood of Jesus Christ. This is our garment, our weapon against the enemy in a fallen world. Don't take it off. Don't let it go. Don't walk away from it. I'm going to say it again. I don't care how hard it gets. I don't care what storm hits your life. Did you hear me? I don't care. I don't care what come, what go. Huh? Don't take it off. Don't let it go. Don't walk away from it. Hold on to your garments. Because they're a weapon against the devil. And he knows that. That's why he's always consistently after the saints of God to get you to let it go and see if enough pressure he feels like is applied to your life, you will let it go. You have people today that have left Christianity, that have left Jesus, that have left the word. Why? Because they say it got too hard, it got too rough. I can't take this no more. I don't want to go through nothing no more. I'm tired. But that's just what the devil wanted. That's what he want. That's what he want. Because he know the moment you step away and you start going in that other direction, he come to steal, kill, and destroy. I'm talking about the enemy. Hold on. Somebody say, hold on. Say, don't take it off. Don't let it go. Don't walk away from it. Because of life's pressure. So when you speak the declarations, the devil does not hear you. He hears Jesus Christ. He doesn't hear you. He hears Jesus. But if you don't stand up and you don't have no faith in that salvation or that robe of righteousness, that garment of salvation, that robe of righteousness, he knows that too. 
The world we live in, listen at this. I just want you to think about something. The world we live in is filled with political unrest, economical and social unrest, wars. There are even gender wars, climate change, flooding, fires, extreme heat waves. There are humanitarian crises. Murder rates are high. But the believer is covered by the garment of the Lord's salvation. Do you understand where we are? Do you understand that next year it goes up another level? Do you understand that? So there's never a time where you can sit back or I can sit back and say, oh, next year's coming in, all of this will be over. No, we're in the days of salvation. We're in the days of the Holy Ghost. We're in the days leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. And the closer we get to the return of Jesus Christ, these things are going to become more and more and more engaged. No, I'm sorry, we're coming straight to you. You, you can't sit, oh, 2023 is coming. Thank you, Jesus. This will be over. Well, I had a vision, but I won't give it to you right now. See, that's another thing going through does. It conditions you. It conditions you. All those of you who sit back with your legs crossed and your arms and, you know, and you all right and you don't want to go through nothing, those of us who go on through, we are conditioned. We conditioned. We like Paul. When things are going good, we know how to roll with it. When things are going bad, we know how to live through it. Those of you who don't want to go through nothing, you're not conditioned. So every, every time something hits you, your first word is, I ain't got to put up with this. I ain't got to go through this. But it conditions you. It strengthens you. It's shining. Keep shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You become conditioned. You know how to roll with the waves and hold on to the word. Because you know it's going to end. You might not know exactly, exactly when, but you know it's got to come to an end. Oh, I'm preaching right. Because the storms of life are coming. They coming. I don't care who you are. And you know what? I'm, I'm the type of handmaiden of the Lord. That there are times when you call me. And the Lord said, okay, step back. I said, okay, because I will never get in God's way. Amen. And I know you'll say sometimes, oh, you praying? Mm, I sure am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm praying all right. I'm praying the will of God. Amen. I'm not trying to be funny. Because God is trying to do something with you. He's trying to pull something out of you so he can put something else in you.
He's shining. Keep shining. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Look at Psalms 37. We, we're not going we're gonna, to we're gonna be gone in a minute. But I thank God for the word. Amen. I say I thank him for the word. Amen. I do, I do. I thank God because he's a real God. Yes. He not, he's not a make, made up God. He's not a play, play God. Thank you, Father. Psalms 37. Look at verse 18, please. It says, the Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. How long? This is that inheritance that the Bible speaks of that the Lord divided to the nations. You remember that? Deuteronomy 32, 7 through 8. It says he divided the inheritance to the nations. Remember that? And the Bible says that that inheritance is how long? Forever. Forever. But you got to put some trust and faith in the garment of salvation. You got to put some trust and faith in the robe of righteousness. You can't just be walking through here talking about, yeah, I'm saved, I'm saved. Where's your faith at in it? Amen. That when the storm comes, God going to bring you through. Because yes. he will. He knows how much you can bear. And he's not going to put any more on you than you can bear. I know sometimes you feel like you're going to die. I know it. I know it. I believe it. I know it. I know. But you're going to come through it. Because the Lord knoweth your days and your inheritance is forever. They shall not, wait a minute, wait a minute. They, the upright, they shall not be ashamed in the evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. We're living in an evil time right now. Can I prove to you that you're blessed even in an evil time? Example, we just came through a biological warfare, a germ warfare. It is the use of biological toxins or infections, infections, infectionists, Agents such as bacterial viruses, insects, and fungi with the intent to kill or harm or incapacitate humans. Did, did you hear that? Amen. That's what China let out on us. It was a biological warfare. But I think I, I'm looking at you, right? You're still here, aren't you? Somebody say obedience, obedience is everything. Is everything. Thank you, Jesus. When, when, and I'm going to tell you a little story. They're not going to believe it, but it's okay. I know what God told me to do. When my son got sick, COVID had already been here almost two years. I had never gotten COVID. But that was my son. 
and I went to see about him. I went to see about him in the rain. I went to see about him in, the, in, in whatever heat. And because I subjected myself to that, plus I was still running for the church. During that year that I got sick, there were funerals on top of funerals. And I made every, I, I might have not made the funeral, but I did go to the wake because God told me you're going to have to use wisdom. And I felt myself starting to break down. I said, uh-oh. He said, but you subjected yourself for him. Love is what love does. Amen. You can talk all day long. Amen. So when I got sick, and I began to tell the Lord, I said, well, that's when I started telling him, if it's my time, then you, I'm saved. I said, I'll get them, my children to give me communion. But that's how I got COVID. I didn't get COVID because it just attacked me. I got COVID because I subjected myself to it for my son. Amen. You, I feel it. Oh, you just so stupid. I wouldn't have did it. Well, okay, let me say this. First of all, I did it because God told me to. I went over there. I sat in, in, in the house with him. I talked with him, breathed the same air he was breathing. Prayed for him. Anointed him with all until he came through. So when I lay in the bed and I began to talk to the Lord, I said, well, I don't know. I know about this stuff. I, I've seen what it's done to other people. I said, Lord, but I'm saved. If I don't know nothing else, I know I'm saved because I'm not saved because of me. I'm saved because of the blood of Jesus Christ Amen. and his righteousness. My children came and visited me. Couldn't even lift my head out the bed. Courtney took care of me. And then that's when God began to speak to me. He said, is it your number? <laughs> I said, I don't know. He said, is it your number? I said, I don't know. He says, not your number. I hold the numbers. See, I didn't have the one where they said stay in for five days. Uh-uh. I had COVID. My, my lungs even feel, y'all don't know. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. It got so bad to my, my, my baby sister called from Tallahassee, Florida, and she told Courtney, she said, you better get your mama to the hospital, and you better do it now. Courtney said, mama, we got to get you to the hospital, and we got to do it now. I had to crawl to the shower. I was so sick. I prayed the whole time trying to get in there, trying to get out, get my clothes on. Finally, I told her, I said, Courtney, I'm ready. She got me in the car, took me to the hospital. They ran all kinds of tests. They did everything, and what, what I knew to be true was true. And then they gave me all the medication. They gave me this. They gave me that. They gave, you know. And I did what the doctor, I allowed the doctors to do what they needed to do, but I also continued to trust in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> My sister-in-law, Evangelist Neil, 
She had given me a whole lot of things. I was taking that. <laughs> I said, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Help me. Help, 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 help. But I want you to know today, the Lord has delivered me from COVID. And when I say that, Minister Denise, I'm talking about even when I would breathe, I could hear the weaseling because I knew it had got in my, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I didn't say nothing, I kept praying, and then the Lord started telling me to take certain things as well, not knowing that it was breaking, even taking, because see, I didn't know how to get it from my, you understand what I'm saying? And I can say this today, I have no more wheezing, wheezing, it's not in my lungs. And I can remember he had a cough. And I'm just saying, I said, well, that devil is a lie. Let me get back over him. <laughs> but I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. He prayed. I prayed. I'm just saying, y'all, obedience is everything. And when you obey the Lord, he's going to take care of you. Amen. Did you hear me? Amen. When my husband and I went to Jamaica, this is no lie, I laid hands on a person that was full of leprosy. So why did you do that? Because God told me to. Because he's going to keep you. This is, I'm not giving you something out of a book. I'm not giving you something made up. I'm telling you what I know, what I've experienced. God is a keeper. But let me say this at that. The bottom line is, though, do you trust your salvation? Do you really trust that robe? Do you really? Is there any faith in it? Faith means you strongly believe that it works. Faith says, I strongly believe that the blood of Jesus Christ has freed me and washed me from all iniquity and sin and transgression. God does not see me. He sees the blood. We got to put some trust in it. We can no longer live. Oh, I'm saved. Yeah, I know about seven. Uh-uh, uh-uh, that's just fly by night, flippity-floppity. No, my trust is in that salvation that Jesus provided. My faith is in that salvation that Jesus provided. Lord, I ran so taking care, taking care. I ran so this year taking care. My body was all over the place. My mind was all over the place. I said, Lord, I just don't know. I had to go to the doctor. I said, oh, I know when I go in there, he probably going to put me back in the hospital. <laughs> That's how I felt. I said, Lord, I just don't know. I don't know. And I really didn't even want to go. But I went. I said, oh, I don't want to go. I said, but you know what, Lord? I'm going to anoint myself with all, and I'm going in the name of Jesus Christ, and I just pray you get me in here and get me out of here. So I'm sitting there. He comes in. He said, how you feeling today, Miss Cormaco? I said, I, I guess I feel pretty good. And under my breath, I always say, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I don't tell him, you know. So he was saying, ooh, 
He said, whatever you're doing, keep it up. He said, oh, your numbers look wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. He says, and you've lost eight pounds. I said, what? <laughs> I don't even know where you got that from. But I can't feel my clothes. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So he told me what the rest of my numbers were, and I was looking at him like, are you for real to myself? Thank you, Jesus. Man, I ran out that door when he let me go. I jumped in that car. I did a happy dance. I did a holy dance. I did a thank you, Jesus. I did a I'm still 35. Don't just live flippity flop about your salvation. Yes, Lord. It's your weapon. It's your weapon. It's how we move through the earth. I'm being sick. Put some trust in it. Put some faith in it. I don't care where you are right now. Put your faith in that. Because Jesus will never let you down. No, he won't. No, he won't. He won't let you down. Did you hear what I said? Amen. I said, Jesus won't let you down. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to share this and we're going to get ready to go. The Lord gave me a vision about next year. And I was standing on a field. And the sun was shining. Oh, it was just beautiful. The grass was green. There was a light breeze blowing. And the Lord began to talk to me. He says that, he says the church, the body is advancing. Now, when he says the body of Christ, he doesn't just mean 411 South Broad Street. He's talking about the body of Christ as a whole, all over the world. He says the, the body of Christ is advancing, and the enemy doesn't like that. So what he's going to do is next year, He's going to cause disturbances out in the world. And they're going to be amped up. Okay? And, and it's all because he, feel, he feels like if he turns it up another notch, then the body of Christ will stop advancing. Okay? All right? But that's not what we're going to do. So the Lord gave me a vision that next year is going to be a good year, but there will be disturbances in the world because God's church is advancing. The enemy is going to try and stop the body of Christ by getting their eyes off on what will be going on in the world. But the Lord said, don't be moved by what you see or hear in the world next year, but keep on your weapon, your garment of salvation. Keep on the blessing that causes prosperity, causing advancement that requires maintaining. So 2023, you don't have to stand. Just say this with me. Say 2023, 2023 the year, the year of, living of living in the completed work, the completed work of, Jesus Christ. of Jesus Christ. His redemption and salvation. Completed. Completed. The powers of darkness and the devil, the of and the devil 
defeated. Defeat. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all my needs. Established. In 2023, it's completed, defeated, and established in my life, in my home, in my church, and my children's lives. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, that declaration.